Hi, this is Raphael Sparge from Once Upon a Time. I play Jiminy Cricket and Dr. Hopper, and you're listening to Once Podcast. You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time Podcast, Episode 48. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Jenny. And big thanks to Rava for going around at DragonCon to Raphael Sabarge and several other cast members to get them to record a message on her phone. She just picked up her phone, dialed our voicemail number, 903-231-2221, and got them to record a message into her phone for us. So big thanks, Rava, for doing that. We really appreciate it. And we can't wait to hear from some of the other cast members that have called in as well. We're so happy to have all of you with us to talk about this amazing show that we love. And we can't wait until September 30th. <sighs> oh my goodness. Calm down. It's only 24 <laughs> days, 11 hours, 56 minutes, and 45 seconds. But who's counting? Nobody. And me. More like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so sorry for people on Pacific time because you have to change that number. Add three more hours to it. That's going to make the whole difference right there. All of the Once Upon a Time fans should move from California to the East Coast and then they could see the show three hours earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But then they'd be moving farther away from Steveston, which is where Storybrooke is. Steveston in Canada. <laughs> I can't remember the state and how all wow. of that works. But hey, speaking of Steveston, that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to give a big shout out to our friends uh, Jeff and Colleen Roney over at Once Upon a Time Podcast.com. They have the Once Upon a Time fan podcast and they visited Steveston for their anniversary. Now, Jenny and I are celebrating our anniversary also this week, so it's really funny, but we couldn't make it to Steveston, <laughs> so it was totally awesome that they went, and uh, Jeff was tweeting from the Once Upon a Time fan podcast account, which is O-U-A-T podcast on Twitter. He was tweeting Ooh. pictures, and it was really cool, so I really recommend go over there, check out the pictures, follow them, check out what they're doing over there. They're good friends of mine. I've known them uh, before long before this podcast started uh, we did some in other another things. realm yes we did some things together in another realm and for different podcasts so they're good friends and check out what they're doing check out the awesome pictures no spoiler pictures either um they got some awesome pictures over there though of uh things and they said like it's so cool to see this stuff it's like they were they were just on air and uh <laughs> i have to mention this i can't remember what episode number it is that they recorded this, but um, Colleen, Jeff's wife, uh, they were in this restaurant across the street from Mr. Gold's shop, uh-huh. or they were in the hotel, and she just saw Robert Carlyle and like almost had a heart attack. And I, I thought, what if he actually walked in while they were recording? She just <laughs> she'd die. Hello, but, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but check them out and uh, support what they're doing too. They're friends of ours, and definitely listen to the podcasts and. Uh, see the awesome pictures that they tweeted from Storybrooke. And it's really cool to see things and hear about some of the behind the scenes stuff, like similar to what's on the DVD, but they talk about certain things and layouts and it's really neat. But we've got some cool stuff planned for you tonight. And oh, by the way, I will have links to those correct episodes in the show notes for this episode. Go to oncepodcast.com slash 48 and you can check out the links and any screenshots and anything else that we mention here now jeremy you remember a couple weeks ago nope i've forgotten a couple weeks ago (laughs) when we got the blu-ray early release we went through it watched what we thought were all of the special features yes i had to go and append a little thing a little notice to the beginning of that episode because i realized we missed a lot we missed a lot of the short things 
on the Blu-rays. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> so there are other cool things. Like there's a thing about the dwarf makeup. There's a thing about uh, Prince Charming's sword fight. Dwarves wear makeup? Well, and... and the... Just kidding. <laughs> and a bunch of really cool special fe- features. There's one about August <laughs> playing Pinocchio and uh, other things. And Like he knew he was going to be Pinocchio from the beginning. And well, That's good some, to know. Some awesome Easter eggs and stuff. So uh, definitely get the Blu-ray or DVD. The sale on Amazon.com is over and the coupon from ABC is over now, but maybe you can still get it somewhere. But we'd love it if you would purchase it from our affiliate link with Amazon so it would help support the show by going to oncepodcast.com slash season one, and that will take you straight to Amazon where you can purchase it there. It doesn't cost any extra. Right. And a portion of your purchase price comes back to us and helps support the show. And speaking of supporting the show, big thanks to Sandra, who has donated and helped made th- make this episode of One's Podcast possible. If any of you would like to donate, please visit onespodcast.com slash sponsor, and you can send a donation there of different amounts and different sponsorship levels. And we'll soon even be able to take credit cards for sponsorships, not just PayPal. It'll be oh. cool. So maybe that'll make it more convenient for you. I'll but... take credit cards if you want to send them to me. P.O. <laughs> <Yeah>. Box 739. <laughs> and uh, so check out the Blu-rays and DVDs. There's so much on there. And also Alias Scape went through and sent me a list of how to get to all of the Easter eggs on the Blu-rays and DVDs. Oh, nice. And so uh, we'll post that on the blog sometime soon that you can check out over at onespodcast.com. And we've got some other news posts over there to check out and more. Also, if you purchase Season 2 Season Pass in iTunes, which is where you subscribe ahead of time, I think it's $45, and then you automatically get to download high-definition copies of the episodes. This is a great way to get the episodes if you're not actually able to watch it live. Great for screenshots, too. But if you purchase the Season Pass... Then you get all of the season or some of the season one extras, including the one of the history of fairy tales with Josh Dallas, which is Uh not on the DVDs, but is an exclusive to the Blu-rays. And now you can get it if you get a season pass. I'm sure there will be another way to get it in the future uh, to get that particular video, but you can check that out. And again, we'll have links to that in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 48. So we've been doing this rewatch lately, and a couple things have stood out to me about different things. I've been looking for different things as we've been doing the rewatch. Like, I've been looking especially for hints of who wrote the book. And I noticed a couple things, a couple observations here about the book. One is in the episode True North about Hansel and Gretel, Henry says that his book describes Hansel and Gretel as being abandoned by their father. Which, that's how the actual fairy tale kind of goes. But that's not how the story in the Enchanted Forest goes in Once Upon a Time. He didn't abandon them. That's what the queen said. So there's a hint that maybe it's someone in connection to the queen who wrote the book, or someone who saw the story from the queen's perspective. Unless it's just, I mean, not careful writing in that particular line. Maybe it's the queen's journal. (laughs) But then on the flip side of that, someone else pointed out in the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums that it seems Regina doesn't know about Rumpelstiltskin's dagger. Hmm. And the dagger is in Henry's book. Whoa, hold on. Wait, I just realized something. She read the book in the pilot episode. She read the book. So she would have to know about the dagger now. Or maybe the story of Rumpelstiltskin is not in the book because Henry doesn't know who Rumpelstiltskin is. True. But but there was a picture of the dagger in the book. There was? Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah, that was in the episode. It's either The Stranger or The Return. There's a picture of the dagger. Hmm. It's uh, the return. No, just I well, she would know about it then. First. 
Yeah, and but the way that she treats the book, even like in the pilot episode, seems like she didn't know it existed or is appalled that it exists. So uh-huh. it's kind of like back and forth who wrote it, and I don't know that we'll find out anytime soon, but just a couple interesting things from the rewatch. And speaking of that episode, True North, we got an email in from Larry uh, wondering, basically, is True North the throwaway episode? He said, fellow oncers, since you've been doing the rewatch, now that we're at the very end of the first season, I look back at and tried to make a big picture. I'm not sure how to say this, but True North seems to be a complete throwaway. Not to say it was a bad show in any way, but it just didn't seem to move either the Enchanted Forest storyline along, nor the Storybrooke line. Well, except the last minute when August rolls into town, but they could have put that at the end of any episode. Think about it. In all the other episodes, we saw pieces of the backstory for Snow, Charming, Evil Queen, Rumple, and intros for the other main characters, Red, Jiminy, the Dwarfs, etc. But the story introduced three characters that just disappeared back into Storybrooke. We got tiny insights into Evil Queen, Emma, but nothing that would have been really missed if we hadn't seen this episode. What do you think? Was there some other redeeming quality, some other facet to this uh, that I've missed? Surely the whole point of the episode wasn't to have a 42-minute lead-in to make the one-minute mysterious stranger seem more foreboding. From Larry. Now, great question, Larry. Jeremy, Jenny, what are some of the things that were actual takeaways from True North, the story about Hansel and Gretel, Orin Storybrook, Ava, and... I forgot his name. Ava and uh, the boy. (laughs) Whatever his name was. Lunkhead. Nicholas. Thank you, chat room. Yeah, Ava and Nicholas. Uh, One of the things that I thought very significant in that episode, and we're still talking about this today and still get feedback about it, is stuff about Henry's father was in that episode in Storybrooke. Mm -hmm. That was Emma told things to Henry about his father, but then she later told Mary Margaret that those things weren't true. So we don't, we don't really know how much of what Emma told Henry is true. I think it's possible that he was a firefighter. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin pie. I'm thinking that's probably true. I think that's probably true as well. (laughs) (laughs) The pumpkin pie is not a lie. Oh my gosh. And, uh, Maybe some of the other stories about how they met, yeah, might be true. But we also heard Emma tell Mary Margaret some things about Henry's dad. Like, he was no hero at all, and Henry does not need to know that story. He probably walked down on her. Mm -hmm. I really think he was a married man. Based on things that Emma has said... A couple times about don't get involved with a married man. Trust me. I hope not. It's all way too soap opera for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, what was she? Was she a bounty hunter? What was it? Yeah, bounty hunter. Or a bail bonds Uh, person? um, Yeah, bail bonds person. Okay, well, she was dealing with a married man when we met her. So that that could possibly just be referencing that. Uh, Yeah, it could be. That's true. That's good. Good memory there. So, some things about Henry's dad we learned from that episode, and I think that's really the only episode we've heard anything about Henry's father, besides um, just some little tiny hints, but not necessarily uh, She doesn't talk about it much. About, yeah. Um, in the Enchanted Forest, we saw how the evil queen got the apple that she used to laser, later poison snow. But how the blind witch got the apple, I think there's a story there in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I think we might. I I feel like we're missing out on a little bit of history, not Mm -hmm. knowing how she got the apple and stuff like that. Because she got the sleeping potion from Maleficent. And then she traded this dark curse for the sleeping potion and then the apple. So it must be like I traded this with you, you traded this with me, or someone stole something. So I think there's some story there. How would the blind witch get an apple in the first place? <laughs> I mean, she didn't have anybody in the little gingerbread cabin with her. Like, she's all by herself. How would she get 
something. How would she find something? <laughs> Maybe she wasn't always blind. She smells, of course. Ooh. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> hmm. that's, yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, that and could be some story there. Daniel. Yes? In the chat room, Disney Girl pointed out that the dagger, the drawing of the dagger, was under... It, it was not in the book. It was just a paper that was in August's room. Remember, it was under the donkey paperweight? It wasn't in the book. Mm. It was just a, a drawing separate no, from the there, book. there is a drawing of the dagger there in is, the book. There is, but not in the book. No, it it is in the book. Have you seen it in the mm-hmm. book? Yeah, because a picture of that leaked out ahead of time. I very distinctly remember it was a spoiler thing that people were going to are you sure that it wasn't a picture the same picture that august had in his room when he was trying to pretty sure i mean if i'll have a screenshot if there is one in the show notes if there isn't one i'll have a a screenshot of the words that say daniel was wrong (laughs) in the show notes (laughs) at oncepodcast.com but i'm pretty sure there is no picture of dagger in the book i'm the only picture that i'm remembering is the one that was under the donkey paperweight I'm thinking it was something from uh, Desperate Souls or maybe The Return. Um, what also, if Rubble Stiltskin wrote the book? Possible. Uh, there's there's think, really a story there. I think he would omit his own story. <laughs> but uh, good discussion. But uh, back to uh, True North. Also, I think that we saw in True North because of the thing with Ava and Nicholas and the, the mothering tendencies or feelings or concern that Emma is having. I think we saw Emma and Mary Margaret start to bond a little bit more there. And there's something else too, but it's slightly spoilery. So I'm not going to give it away right now. I'll save that for after the end of the podcast when we do a little spoilers segment. Minor spoilers, that is. So, uh, anything else that you guys remember from True North that kind of moved the story along a little bit? I was sad to see the witch go. I liked her. <laughs> Gravy or butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that right there. That the episode, that line was worth the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got an email in from Clockwatcher saying, "Hi, podcasters." I've been away in camp for a while, but I'm back now and excited for September 30th. One thing I remembered from before I left was how Daniel wanted an on-air sign for when you guys do the podcast, (laughs) which of course would be awesome. So though I couldn't buy one, I decided to make a virtual representation I thought you might like. Thanks so much for the podcast. You guys are awesome and I can't wait to see the next one. This is a fun uh, image that she just made for us in her image editor. And uh, we'll have this in the show notes. It's a fun image that she made of uh, our background and then an apple. And Are you going to show it to them right now? I've got it in the chat room for them to see. And uh, I'll have it in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 48. So Ooh, you can check that out. That's cool. Yeah. Now we just need it in like a really big sign. Lights. We just need to have it. Right there, like during the podcast. <laughs> so thank you for that, Clock Watcher. Thanks, Clock Watcher. Glad you're back from camp. <laughs> and one other non-spoiler theory and feedback to go through here. Another idea on Henry's father. Now this one, it, there are lots of theories on Henry's father. I get a lot of emails that say, hey, I just came up with this idea. What if... Bay is Henry's father. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that one before. We've talked about it a lot. That's a really popular theory. Here's one where it kind of splits things up a little bit. It's a little, it's slightly different take on things. And I kind of like this take because the Bay being Henry's father, that's almost too predictable at <laughs> this point. It's like I, you said the babe, <laughs> as in Babe Ruth. <laughs> But I, I kind of. <gasps> I have a new theory. Oh what if gosh. Babe Ruth is Henry's father? I think so. It's as likely as a lot of other things. <laughs> I kind of don't want to see Bay being Henry's father simply because so many people are predicting it now. But I mean, they might still do it really quickly. I didn't want to see August be Pinocchio, but yeah. guess what happened? The way they kind of went about doing that, I thought was cool. 
It was better than I expected. But anyway, here is Hannah97's email. Hi guys, yesterday I was sitting in my room working on geometry and my mind started wandering. I guess geometry does that. (laughs) It does it to me too. I got this idea and I wanted to share it with you. What if Henry's father is the Wizard of Oz? We know he has to be someone from the fairy tale world because it would be really lame if he wasn't. Uh, There she's referring to Henry's father. Why have to be so lame? Because... This is this mysterious character that we haven't seen yet. We don't know his name, Henry's father. We've only heard hints of, and we're all wondering, who is Henry's father? So, like like Hannah is saying, yeah, it would be really lame if he's not a fairy tale character. Maybe. It's just like, oh, yeah, Bob from the garage. Awkward. It's like, no, it's got to be someone special. But she continues. Why does it have to be somebody special? Because Emma grew up in our world. So why does it have to be somebody special? Well, Emma is special. I know she's I, special. I think, I think it just, for the sake of the story, then being a really interesting storyline, it needs to be something special. I maybe. would actually say that is a huge coincidence. If it's somebody from fairy tale land or any other magical realm, I would say that's too huge a coincidence that she would just happen to meet them and happen to have a child with somebody magical. Hmm. I would say it's too huge a coincidence. Unless he was seeking her out. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's possible too. Uh, Hannah continues saying, we all know how often those flying monkeys come up in Henry's book. Plus, other than Bay, he, the Wizard of Oz, that is, is the only character we know of who has traveled back into our world from the fairy tale world, meaning he would be free of the curse. And just because he was old in the books doesn't mean he would have to be in once upon a time just an idea i'd love to hear your thoughts on this you guys are great what is that we know the wizard of oz has traveled between worlds how do we know that well that's how the actual story goes hey, balloons. is that the wizard of oz is from um from omaha or nebraska okay. uh, uh, i'm blanking out there can't remember which one but the Wizard of Oz is from the United States, basically. He's from our world. In and then the story, but we have not yeah. seen the interpretation for this show. So we don't actually right. know anything. You know, this is sad, but I actually have... I actually could go along with that and say the Wizard of Oz did travel a lot. And Emma traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So sad, as it may be to me. That could very well happen. I, it it could. It could be kind of cool, the Wizard of Oz, to come in as someone who's not been affected by the curse, but has this ability or stumbled upon some way to travel between worlds. What if the Wizard of Oz is Henry's mother? <laughs> I know what it is. Emma is Buttercup. Oh, dear. And Henry's dad is Wesley. Oh. As you wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah princess bride if you haven't seen it go watch it <laughs> during this movie. hiatus you will uh either Hello. regret it my name is then... <laughs> indigo madoya you killed my father they need to do a, a crossover an easter egg of some sort <laughs> someone has needs to have the name Inigo Montoya. just something that'd be cool so that's it for our feedback for this episode non-spoiler feedback that is but we've got some slight spoiler things, not like major storyline spoilers, but some slight spoiler things to talk about after the music at the end of this. But we'd love to hear your thoughts, theories, ideas. You can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over on the right side. Chat in our forums with so many other awesome oncers over there at oncepodcast.com slash forums. Email us feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903 231 Two 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 one, and get the links and pictures and stuff that we mentioned in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 48. And be sure to join us as we are rewatching Once Upon a Time, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four. You can get details about that over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. Now, if you missed the Hulu Plus free trial, there is a new free trial out there that is a month 
which should be enough to finish these last few or several episodes of Once Upon a Time before it returns on September 30th. And get ready for September 30th. When Once Upon a Time returns, we will record our live initial reactions podcast at 9.15 Eastern Daylight Time or 8.15 Central Time, since there's that odd thing with central time there so you can join us for our live initial reactions about the premiere episode of season two over at oncepodcast.com slash live and join us bi-weekly for our live podcast on wednesday nights at eight o'clock p.m eastern daylight time slash gmt minus four and that schedule will bump by half an hour once this show returns so 8 30 i have to i want to start preparing you for when we switch back to our in-season schedule so just watch for that. And you can always get the schedule of what's coming up, when it is, what, and all of that over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And that way you can see uh, which uh, show is coming up and when. So join the rewatch. Check us out on uh, the site, oncepodcast.com. Read the blog posts and all of that. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. And we would love some ratings and especially written reviews in iTunes. Go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes to leave a review there, and we'd be very grateful for that. So before we go, anything else left to discuss? Any ideas, theories, spontaneous intuitions? Nope. Listeners, again, email us your thoughts and theories, feedback at oncepodcast.com, or call 903-231-2221, and show notes for this episode will be at oncepodcast.com slash 48. You can follow Once Podcast on twitter.com slash once podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash fleegon. That's P H L E G O N. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. So until next time, have a happy ever after and thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more podcasts like this one at noodle.mx. Big thanks to Sandra for sponsoring this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And we would really appreciate it because it does cost and it's getting expensive to run the podcast. So we really appreciate any help that you can give. That's oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Oh, I forgot to say this. I need to add this in to earlier. And I'm really grateful that Elle was able to record that message from Raphael Sabarge while she was at DragonCon. And we got, got some cool other clips from some of the other cast members that will play in future episodes, too. So thank you so much, Elle, for recording those. And we really appreciate it. Thanks, Elle. Okay. So I'm. we've got a couple minor spoilers to share with you. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers about future casting or characters, then stop the podcast now and you can either just toss the rest of this episode or you can come back later to see whether this information proved to be accurate. But we got an email in to discuss one of these spoilers. This came in from Anne Marie. Anne Marie, she said, I have a question regarding the spoiler on the appearance of certain characters. We have established the fact that Once Upon a Time is likely to not just cover fairy tales, since we have seen other storybook tales like Pinocchio, as well as Greek mythology like Midas, which brings me to the appearance of Mulan, which, by the way, is a definite season two character. It's been cast, and she's been doing training and actually some filming. There are some early... um, photos of the character doing Mulan. Are we now also going to see stories that are legends, which might have been real stories? Like Mulan is a Chinese 
legend. I want to see Hercules. Oh, that that could be cool. And uh, I think, yeah, there are going to be other things. Like we know Peter Pan must be making an appearance, maybe, or at least Hook is making an appearance. Yep. Hook was a book, not technically a fairy tale. Hook. And remember, the way that the original ABC promo was going is it said every storybook character you know. Mm-hmm. So I really think that, I think season one may be focused on fairy tale characters. And season two might have more storybook characters. Like Midas wasn't... Yeah, but um, he wasn't really focused. Although Pinocchio was. Well, he was a major part of Abigail and she... Yeah. Like, his story touched um, Prince Charming's story, which is part of Snow White. So mm-hmm. that's big. By the way, I forgot to mention, Jeremy decided to back out. So if you don't hear his voice, it's not because he fell asleep or we're ignoring him. He didn't want to be a part of spoilers. So uh, he's staying out of that. Uh, Are you this, sure? <laughs> this email continues from Anne-Marie. Mulan has been actually telling the story of a Chinese of an ancient Chinese poem titled The Ballad of Mulan and was believed to have lived during the Northern Wei Dynasty, which lasted from 386 to 534. According to the legend, she fought for 12 years. During that time, she was offered 12 ranks as a way to reward her for her skill in battle. Although the first versions of the legend date from the 6th century, a later version of the book expanded on the original poem. It is unclear if Mulan has actually lived or not, but this gives us the chance to theorize about Pocahontas as well. Are we going to see characters that have been depicted in Disney movies? No matter if they were historical figures, legends, fairy tales, or storybook characters, just throwing it into the mix as well. Thanks, Anne-Marie. I don't know, because Pocahontas was an actual historical figure. Yes, but she's also a Disney princess. True, but I don't think we need to assume that what Disney did, they're going to do in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, but who owns ABC? Yeah, Yeah, but uh, they don't own Kitsis and Horowitz, the writers. I think that if they were to do a historical figure, it would really mess things up and they've done greek mythology well here's why i don't think they should do a historical character historical characters are from our world but from a long time ago so if they have a historical figure that means they need to introduce some kind of time travel or time freezing or world jumping from i don't think i don't think it has to be that complicated because disney already messed up the story of pocahontas (laughs) by having her fall in love with john smith (laughs) well there's got to be some way unless it's some kind of story that only stays in what we've been referring to as fairy tale land some people call them flashbacks they are not flashbacks because no one's remembering that stuff yet but consider maleficent Besides the appearance as the dragon in the finale, Maleficent has only been in fairy tale land before, or like the Blind Witch, or certain other characters. Well, the Blind Witch is dead, so she yeah. cannot be in Storybrooke. But certain other characters have been only in fairy tale land. Midas is another one. So just because we've seen them, just because they're in Once Upon a Time, doesn't necessarily mean we're going to see them in Storybrooke. I could see that happening. Ooh, Fortuna just said something cool. What's she that? says maybe the well will help bring more characters in. Hmm. One of my theories about season two is that maybe we're going to see other characters from other, quote, fairy tale worlds coming in. Like Hook from Never Neverland probably wasn't cursed, but maybe... Rumpelstiltskin's bringing back magic makes some kind of rift between the worlds. And so characters are able to come into our world or maybe they're sucked into our world from some kind of black hole that forms in their world. You know, crazy theories like that. But I think that we could see that, especially when we see other characters that we know will be coming and some other information that I'm about to share. 
So I don't know about historical characters. To sum up my theory, I don't think and I hope we don't see historical characters. I want to see Pocahontas because she is a Disney <laughs> princess and because she is like, if you see a woman with long hair and brown clothes, that's Pocahontas. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows Pocahontas. She's she's a Disney princess. So you want her? I do. I want her. Storybook or in Once Upon a Time? I don't. So. We'll see. And in the chat room, they're kind of divided, too. Some of them are saying they do, some say they don't. So we'll see what happens there. But I I am looking forward to what new characters we get to meet. And I hope that the new characters become parts of the story, not just like one-off episodes. Well, you know, a lot of Disney movies have animals as their main characters, like Aristocats and Dalmatians and Lion King. I mean, (laughs) you can't... They're going to run out of people (laughs) if they don't use all of the Disney characters from the Disney movies. Just saying. In the chat room, Clockwatcher just suggested that maybe Pocahontas is immortal. I would accept that over some kind of time travel for Pocahontas. But I just don't want to see a lot of historical characters being immortal. What would her superpower be? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if she has one because a lot of the fairy tale characters don't have superpowers but speaking i mentioned um i don't want these characters being one-off episodes or throwaway episodes or anything like that but earlier during the non-spoiler segment we mentioned the episode true north and the characters of Avon, nicholas and their father their father is coming back in season two the the character who is cast as hansel and gretel's father will be back if I understood this correctly, the uh, rumors that I saw. So we might see Hansel and Gretel again. We might see a continuation of a story, a prequel, or we might see something in Storybook. Very interesting. So True North might not be a standalone episode after all, and a, a throwaway episode, as some have, have called it. I think True North was a good episode, though. Also, Maybe a butter. We got an email in from Sarah saying, Hello, Once Podcasters. I'm currently listening to the Dr. Whale episode. That's at oncepodcast.com slash 46. And suddenly had a revelation. Mm-hmm. I included spoiler in the subject because I know you don't want to know anything about season two. I'm keeping that knowledge to a little bit, just so you know. Uh, if you want to refresh on our spoiler policy, it's essentially this. Anything known about a future episode. We consider a spoiler. Anything. Even the titles we consider spoilers. Uh, So we're just taking the conservative approach and that works really well. And this has to do with something that was revealed about season two. So here is who I think Dr. Whale is. The giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. Dr. Whale? Well, let me me read this theory so (laughs) we can continue. I know. We'll address that in a moment. First, we know that Jack and the Beanstalk will be in season two from the title sequences that were revealed. That's true. There is a title out there that was uh, leaked on Instagram, actually, for uh, an episode that hints at Jack and the Beanstalk. (laughs) Second, a whale is a giant creature, and the writers could have just used a play on words for his names. Third, he is in a position of power in Storybrooke, which has usually meant that the person was either evil or the queen had manipulated him or her to evil purposes. And the giant was the bad guy in Jack and the Beanstalk. That's my theory. I would love to hear what you think. From Sarah. Well, now we know a little bit more about this. And I blogged about this over at oncepodcast.com. I'll have a link in the show notes under the spoiler section at oncepodcast.com slash 48. Jorge Garcia, who was known as Hurley from Lost is coming to Once Upon a Time as the character labeled as the giant. That's all we know. So he's labeled as the giant. That's, yeah, his character is the giant. You know, as you were reading that email, I had forgotten that he was labeled as the giant, and I was thinking, how cool would it be if Jorge Garcia got to play (laughs) Jack? (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Jorge going fee fi fo fum. <laughs> yeah, but how can you? I just can't picture Jorge Garcia being a bad guy because he's all like, dude. 
I mean, he's like so lovable. Oh, if the giant says, dude, all the losties out there are going to be like, oh my yes! gosh. They've got to do that, really. <laughs> but so we know that Jorge has been cast as the giant. You know that for a fact. Yes. What, oh, it would make me we, so happy to see it was Jack. What we don't know completely as is what giant. Yeah. Now, common idea is, well, the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. Or Gulliver from Gulliver's Travels. Um, yeah, maybe, but... But those people were little. Yeah. And he was normal. But then again, he could have the name of the giant. It could be something that they've thrown in to throw us off. But we know Jack and the Beanstalk is going to be a story in season two. And if he's called the giant, then he's probably going to be the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. So I don't think that then Dr. Whale is the giant. But if the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk is in Once Upon a Time, then who is Jack? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe Dr. Whale, Whale is but Jack. That would mean that his name makes absolutely no sense unless at it's, all. Unless it's an extension of the whale giant thing, and then he's the one who slayed the giant. Eh. That's a stretch. Or maybe his first name is the real giveaway, because we've never heard his first name. It's been Dr. Whale. Yeah. It, like um, Sheriff yeah. Graham, his last name, Humbert, was the name of the huntsman from a script name of the Huntsman from the Snow White movie. Mm. But we didn't know that until after he had died because it was in a newspaper clipping um, in Desperate Souls. You have to look for it real quick. It's in the box that Rumpelstiltskin has. So uh, Jorge Garcia as the giant, who could be his counterpart? Maybe they'll introduce someone new as the counterpart. There are a couple other characters cast. Maybe you just didn't read it right. Maybe it's it actually said giant slayer. No. And you didn't read the word slayer. <laughs> I would just be so delighted if he was Jack. The, the character has been cast for Hook. There have been a couple other characters that have been cast as very um, mysterious characters. So we have yet to see really... What, how that story will play out. Last other minor spoiler I want to share is that ABC has this press site that they've given us access to, and on it they have um, a synopsis of Once Upon a Time, and they updated that synopsis to reflect what's happened in Season 1 and something coming in Season 2. Let me read this to you. And we have this over at Oncepodcast.com slash synopsis, or I'll put the link in the show notes for this episode, number 48. Master storytellers Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, Lost, Tron Legacy, invite everyone to Storybrook, Maine, a small, pro- a small town that probably won't show up on one's GPS, but it's a place where magic is coming. To ensure that no one in fairy tale land, especially Snow White, had any more happily ever afters, Evil Queen Regina cast a curse which trapped the fairy tale characters frozen in time and brought them into our modern world. Although still alive, they had no knowledge of their former selves and were sleepwalking through life's life, ageless for 28 years, until a savior arrived in the form of Emma Swan. Unbeknownst to Emma, she was the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming who had whisked her out of fairy tale land and into our world as an infant to save her from the curse. Abandoned as a baby, Emma's life was anything but magical. Her last job was as a bail bonds person, but she mostly drifted without much of a life of much of a life plan. When her ten year old son, Henry, whom she had given up for adoption years earlier, appeared on her doorstep with a book of fairy tales and a wild story about how Emma was the pro- progeny of fairy tale characters trapped in a town called Storybrook, she thought he was crazy. And my goodness, that was a long sentence. <laughs> but curiosity got the better of her. And when she brought Henry back to the town where Regina, ever the control freak, had made herself mayor and was also Henry's adoptive mother, Emma soon discovered that Storybrook was more than it seemed. Over time, she came to believe the stories were true began to see cracks in the curse, and was finally able to break it. That sentence there, that's kind of odd, because I don't think she saw cracks in the curse. It was just like 
Whoa, she believes in it. Mm-hmm. Reality and myth were merged as the fairy tale characters began awakening. Once the curse was lifted and remembered, once the curse was lifted and remembered who they were, but to their dismay, they were not transported back to the fairy tale land. And to make matters worse, Rumpelstiltskin, aka Mister Gold, in an effort to gain the upper hand in his power struggle with Regina, introduced magic into the town. In fairy tales, magic has its place, but in our world, it can have unfathomable consequences. Now, the fairy tale characters must contend with magic in their quest to find a way home. As new fairy tale characters are revealed, old acquaintances are revisited, and some we had come to believe could be trusted will turn against their own kind. Oh no! Then, you know what I wonder? What? I wonder why Mr. Gold didn't just let everybody kill Regina <laughs> before he introduced magic. Well, like this says, it's a power struggle between he and Regina, and we don't know why. I know, is. but nobody had magic. Why didn't they? Why didn't he just stand back and let Regina get murdered for all the people who were <laughs> angry at her for taking away their happily ever afters? Well, so this, I think this last sentence was the biggest thing that says that the fairy tale characters are going to try and find a way home. Oh, that's interesting. So they're, I mean, that tells us kind of where season two I might mean, be. I mean, we'd going. hoped for that. Yeah. Uh, instead of just trying to make a life where they are, mm-hmm. trying to get back home. I'm glad because I bet they miss Fairytale Land, mm. aka Enchanted Forest. New fairytale characters revealed. We knew that was coming. We know some of the characters that are coming, like Hook, Mulan, the giant, um, maybe Peter Pan as well. Uh, some of these other characters. Um, Perhaps Pocahontas. <laughs> Old acquaintances are revisited. I think what they might be referring to there is we're going to see Maleficent again. Yeah, but she for was the Sleeping slayed. Beauty story. Well, slayed. it said old acquaintances revisited, so they could uh, tell the fairy tale oh. land in order to introduce Aurora. I see. in Storybook. Got it. And some we had come to believe could be trusted will turn against their own kind. Mm. So that's. Ooh, who is going to be the trusted one to become a traitor? I don't know. It, it, I mean, really, it could be anyone because it says those whom we've become to trust. Well, I mean, think about everyone we trust. That's basically everyone except Dr. Whale, Regina, and uh, Mr. Gold. Pretty much everyone else I, we trust. So, who might be the one to turn? I predict that it'll be Dr. Hopper. <laughs> Could be. It's just a prediction. Although that'd go against his con- conscience, but... What if he saw it the way Mr. Gold saw it? Maybe if he was... What if he's just... What if he... I don't know. In the chat room, they're suggesting maybe it could be August. Someone said, please don't be red. Please don't be red. That'd be terrible to have the wolf on Yeah, it would. The oh, wrong my. side. Yeah, so we can theorize about this for a while. You can read that whole uh, release, and I'll have the link in the show notes over at com slash 48. What if it's the Hatter that they're referring to? Very likely could be, because, yeah, as... Because he's being reckless right now. He just wants to get home. Noni pointed out in the chat room that, yes, the Hatter, I forgot about this one, the Hatter is going to be revisited. Yeah. We're going to see him again. Very likely, yes, he could turn. He's already angry at Regina, so he could become the friend of the enemy's enemy. But then again, did we ever trust him in the first place? Well, I mean... I never did. Yeah, but he's kind of a neutral character right now. He just wants to be at home. He's not good. He's not bad. Or he's an independent character. Yeah. I'll throw in some politics there. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's the independent party. The uh, the Hatter party. <laughs> the Hatter party. The, 
The tea party. Yes, exactly. He's the tea party. <laughs> so that's it for our minor spoilers here. Now, I know that as we get near the premiere, there are going to be a lot more major spoilers. I do not want to know them. I do not want to cover them myself. And I know Jeremy doesn't want to hear them. And Dan, when he's able to join the podcast again, he doesn't want to hear some of these spoilers. So I know some of our listeners, though, want to hear those spoilers. So here's what I'm going to put out. Again, if you have the ability to make a high-quality recording and would like to regularly contribute a spoiler segment that I could just put on the end of an episode that's nice quality, stands alone by itself, if you could record that for us, maybe a few minutes, two to five minutes, I would say, short spoilers or a spoiler, that would be awesome. Something I could just tack on. I'll record a generic warning before it, tack it on to the end of the episode so those who want to hear it can listen to it like you're listening to this right now, but it will be the more major spoilers and what's coming in future episodes that people might actually want to hear from the podcast, but I don't want to talk about. So we might have that as it gets closer to the season premiere on September 30th. But remember, check out the website and links and stuff that we mentioned in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 48. And email us your feedback and any spoilers, minor spoilers that you find or anything else for future episodes to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over on the right side. Just make sure you don't have much noise in the background. And check out all the other previous podcast episodes and blog posts and more over at oncepodcast.com. Subscribe to the blog so you don't miss a single thing. Join the forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums and more. So thank you so much for listening to the spoilers section. And we've got September 30th coming up soon. Woohoo! Thanks for listening. Or email us feedback for the podcast feedback at cleancomedypodcast.com. No, 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 no. Oh, my. <laughs> Email us at feedback at clean... <laughs> 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 <laughs>